Welcome to the Built Tech Podcast, exploring and discussing the future of technology in the global built environment. The Built Tech Podcast is sponsored by Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs. Now the host of the podcast, Matt Knight. Hi, this is Matt Knight, Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs here for an edition of the Built Tech Podcast. With me today is Adam Blake of Zego. And Adam, I appreciate you joining me today. If you don't mind, let's start with a bit of the Genesis story. How did Zego start? What was the problem you saw in the market? And uh, what's the team you built around it? Sure. So Zego really kind of is a culmination of my experience in the multifamily space. I've been in the apartment business for the past 15 years or so. I started buying student housing and apartment deals when I was in college and kept doing larger deals. I got a lot of experience sourcing debt and institutional level equity on like garden style apartments, mixed use, high rise apartment buildings. So like over the last 15 years, I've been an owner, an operator, an investor in a lot of apartment deals. And I kind of view the market as there's a lot of capital coming in and cap rates are staying low and it's getting harder to do value added deals or relying on cap rate compression. So this kind of next wave of adding value is going to be more property operations oriented. So Zego is a digital amenity and uh, resident engagement platform specifically for apartments. And we're helping on-site teams like leverage technology, our technology to drive more ancillary revenue at the property level while also enhancing that overall resident experience. So that's, that's kind of like the background on like why the company was started really was seeing an opportunity to, to better use technology for these on-site employees. So tell me a little more specifically about the tech and how it drives ancillary revenue. Yeah, so our product basically has three different components to it. There's a like a resident portal. Like We basically want to go into a, a property and have all the residents download our app and then get them to engage with their property manager so ultimately the property can sell them more services. So the, how we do that is we create like some pretty basic portal features so we integrate with the existing property management software like the Yardy, RealPage, or ResMan, where residents can do things like pay their rent, submit a maintenance request, or chat with their property manager. So they're very kind of nuts and bolts, basic stuff that they need to do. And then we offer a smart home solution where the property managers can control the devices across the units. But then there's also a, a mobile app for the residents to control things like a thermostat and a lock and lights and things of that nature inside their apartment. And that's great because when a resident is using the smart home features, they're opening that app an average of like five times a day. So it's really great from a, an engagement standpoint. And then the third thing that we're doing is creating more of a digital amenity marketplace where we're providing discounts and services through our app. So things like getting your apartment cleaned or getting your like, dog walked or a pet sitter, stuff like that is going through the app as well. And what about hardware? Are you guys working in the hardware space? Or are you just integrating with existing hardware? How do you how do you address the challenge of IoT and smart devices and the hardware you have to integrate that's either new, aging, old, what have you? Yeah, so the way that we're doing it is we're trying to be as hardware agnostic as we possibly can. So we have built a hub that is proprietary. And part of the reason we had to do that is we're still kind of at a phase where these devices have to be connected to a hub inside the apartment unit for internet connectivity. Like down in the future, there'll be device to cloud connectivity, but you still really need a hub in each unit. And we, we wanted to control that IP 
just to make sure that everything can run over cellular. So when apartment units are vacant, you still need to control these devices. So we do have a proprietary hub. But other than that, we basically use off-the-shelf devices. The main thing is they just need to be Z-Wave or Zigbee uh, compatible from like the communication protocol, which is what over 90% of the kind of home automation devices use these days. Interesting. So crystal ball five years from now, what is the, what is the quote smart apartment look like? What do you think that technology looks like if we're looking at 2023? Yeah, I think you're going to have a lot more internet connected devices and apartments. I think by that time, almost all the locks and thermostats, for example, will be internet connected. And those make the most sense because they benefit both the property from a cost and operation standpoint and also the resident. So like, for example, if you have a smart lock that's internet connected, you can automatically change access codes whenever a resident moves in and out. You can track who's coming in and out of a unit. You can issue codes to different vendors or maintenance staff that might need access to a unit. So it makes a ton of sense to connect those to the internet. And thermostats make a lot of sense, both from a resident comfort standpoint, but also from an energy savings standpoint. So I think you'll start to see a bunch of devices connected. And I think there'll be a lot of uh, uh, utilization of cellular technology, especially as 5G becomes more mainstream. So you'll start to see more devices that go directly to the cloud, kind of like an Apple Watch does, where you don't have to go through a hub. Well, I know this is a bit of an unfair question before I ask it, but, uh, you know, deal with it. So I, I, I hear about Wi-Fi-enabled, uh, like, even sofas, and obviously these smart beds with their sleep numbers, and I've heard of coffee tables that have fridges in them. What do you think five years from now is not IoT? What inside the average apartment, maybe average is the wrong word, what, what inside the tech-enabled apartment is not IoT and connected to central hubs like yours? I think a lot of everything you just mentioned, I don't think is there in five years of apartments. I think we're going to be doing well just to get the very basic stuff connected inside apartments, like the lights, the thermostat, the lock plugs, and you know, some of the basic stuff. I also think you'll see a lot of voice control depending on kind of who, who continues to lead in the whole you know, Alexa versus uh, Google versus soon to be Facebook kind of entering the whole voice control space. So I think you'll see a lot of that in the basic stuff connected, but you know, five years isn't that long. So I'd be surprised if you, if you start to see it get too crazy where you've got like the coffee stuff connected to the internet, the furniture, the appliances and the blinds. Like I just, I think that's further out. So if you're an apartment owner landlord right now and you have properties, tell me what kind of revenue you should expect from using Zigo. Yeah. I'll kind of tell you what we're seeing with our customers. So they'll come in and they'll do some sort of a pilot study. They'll put the technology or the hardware inside of a model unit in a few of their on-site staff's apartments if they live there. And they basically want to see, does it work and do residents like it? And then at the end of the day, they decide to move forward and they'll roll out the, like the, basically the free version of the Zego app that does some of the stuff I was talking about earlier with some of the portal features in the marketplace. And then they basically offer an upgrade package to their residents. We're seeing them offer any, or seeing them charge anything from $25 on the low end up to about $40 or $45 on the high end. So that's basically the new revenue that they're a lot there that these owners are bringing in. And then they pay us a subscription fee that's just a fraction of that price. And that's so they're able to add a lot of revenue. Month, right? That's a 40 yeah. to 45 per month? Yes. Got it. So what about this year specifically with Zigo? Tell me about 2018, the plan expansion. What's what's this year look like for you guys? Sure. So, you know, keep in mind, we're just over a year old. 
And to kind of like quickly recap what we've done so far, we've built the product. We've raised capital from a combination of institutional venture investors and some of the largest apartment owners in the country. Those apartment owners have been our early customers. And we're just now kind of at a phase where we've moved beyond our initial investors slash customers and are starting to sell to more of the just kind of like unfriendly, normal people in the market. So that's kind of where we're at from a stage standpoint. So this year is all around building out the operations and starting to scale. So you really have to nail customer onboarding. So we're at a phase right now where we have more kind of new customers coming online than we can handle. So we have to streamline what exactly does that look like? How do we automate that? So it's not just a ton of human capital we're throwing at bringing on new customers. We're also going to continue building out the management team, doing some more hiring, and really just focusing on kind of building a nice, a nice foundation from a culture and a org structure standpoint. So if someone's listening to this and they say, that sounds great, I'd love to try that, I'd love to learn more, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys and get to know the product and the team a little better? Yeah, to go to our website, zigo.io. And then on there, you can fill out a form or you can even chat with us through Intercom right on the site. Perfect. Well, Adam, I can tell you, we're excited to have you in Build Tech Labs this year. Looking forward to 2018 and uh, just, just excited to see how you grow this year. So thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been another edition of the Built Tech Podcast by Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs. For more information, please visit builttechlabs.co and shadowfund.vc, or you can follow Matt Knight on LinkedIn.